0: You're listening to The Word of Hope, a radio ministry of Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado.
1: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The gospel lesson today will be our text of meditation. You may be seated. I don't know if you've heard me say this before, but boy, we sure have an amazing God. What a wonderful God we have. He is gracious. He's kind. And He's always giving to us. He's, He's giving Himself to us, even when, even when we don't even realize it, when we don't even know it. In the Gospel lesson today, Jesus is giving more to the guests than they even know. And the, the coolest thing for this is even in this lesson, God is giving to us more than we can even imagine. Our Lord, our Jesus, is constantly giving more than is needed. In the first part of this lesson, John tells us that the, the wedding party came to have a great need. He says, when the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. Now for us, we, we, we might not consider running out of wine such a big deal. You know, they're out of wine, okay, well, party's over, everybody go home. But, but this is different. Back then, the parties were bigger. This was a bigger deal. These celebrations were huge. And they would, they would last for days. So for them to run out of wine, boy, that would be horrible. That would be a great embarrassment. And the fact that they're running into the problem that they might run out of wine, it implies something else. That this, this host, they weren't wealthy because they didn't have the ability to just run out and go grab some more wine which they probably would have done if they if they were able now Mary she's somehow involved with helping host this and she becomes aware of this situation and aware of this need and she comes to Jesus hoping for help now she doesn't know exactly what he can do or what he will do because this this is going to be his first miracle so she doesn't know what he'll do. But she comes having hope. And you can see this. You can see her hope in, in what she responds. In her command to the servants. When, she says, when it says, His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. This indicates that she had hope and faith that he would do something. At first glance... It might almost seem like Jesus was being a little bit harsh with Mary. It almost seems like Jesus might be putting his mom in her place and not keeping the fourth commandment. Well, because we know that Jesus keeps the commandments and is perfect, we can know that he wasn't being harsh. So what was Jesus doing when he responds? Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. Here, Jesus is addressing Mary as her savior. He's lovingly correcting her. He is preaching to her and his disciples who are there as well. Jesus is aware of their their, human nature, their sinful tendencies, our sinful tendencies, to worship him for miracles, for the, the great things that he does. He knows that it will be easy for them to glorify Him for His miracles and all these wonderful things He's doing. He doesn't want that. Because to focus on these things would make Him some, some great magician or some great miracle worker only here to help us in our times of need. Jesus responds... By giving her and his disciples what they need to hear. He wants to make sure that they know his hour of glory has not yet come. It will come, but it's not here. It's not right now. His hour of glory is going to come when he's on the cross. Jesus doesn't want them to lose sight of his cross. He is here to save them from death and and from the devil. This is his focus. This is his hour. The fact that they're, they're, they're going to run out of wine. Really has nothing to do with Jesus' mission. Or his main purpose. And why he came. So he replies with a gentle reminder. That this need isn't why he came. Jesus does care and does take care of our physical needs as, as we see in the lesson. He does take care of it, but that's not the reason. That's not the purpose he came because he could have worked miracles and he could have taken care of these things without dying on the cross. He never had to come to earth to do miracles or to take care of our needs. He could do this from heaven as he's doing now. He, had to, he came and had to take on flesh in order to die. In order to die the death we deserve. The lesson Jesus gives us, us a reminder also. His purpose was to free us from the consequence of sin. Here, here Jesus is uh, kind of speaking directly against the prosperity gospel, if, if you look at it. He, he came to die the death that all deserve because if not dealt, dealt with, sin would prevent God from giving any good thing to us. If Jesus had not suffered for us, our sins would still be on our heads. We would still have to account for our own sins. And God wouldn't be able to give anything good to us. If we remain enemies with God he wouldn't take care of our needs as he does. I mean why would you why would you give your enemy ammunition to fire against you that it's you just you don't you can't you wouldn't and God wouldn't either. And this is what, what the point is that Jesus is pointing out for us. It's only because of his death because of his bearing God's wrath for us now he's able to provide for our needs. Mary, the disciples, and our greatest need is salvation. We need to be saved from God's wrath, and there's nothing we can do in ourselves to save ourselves from it. Jesus knows this, and He gives Himself for this exact purpose. In light of this, God's goodness stems from Jesus's death. Because of Jesus's death on the cross, now God pours out his goodness abundantly. You can see it in this lesson. I mean, they have 6 30 gallon jugs going to be turned into wine, taking care of Mary's request. Jesus focuses them on him being their savior. And then with this in mind, in light of that fact, then he blesses them with more than they could have imagined. <laughs> I, I just think about it. The wedding party probably would have been happy with just enough wine to wrap up the party. And it Jesus doesn't do that. He gives them great abundance. I mean six thirty gallons. I mean, this is that'll keep the party going on for days. Uh <laughs> So, Jesus gives more than they could have ever needed. And what's what's really amazing about this, not only does Jesus give them in abundance, but He gives them the greatest quality as well. I'm sure those at the party probably would have been fine finishing up the party with the boxed wine, if you will. You know, wrapping up, it doesn't matter. Well, that's, that's not how Jesus works. He doesn't give them second best to get them by to finish it up. No, He gives them best, better than they even started out with. Because of the salvation He has won for them, or is going to win for them, and has won for us, Jesus blesses in abundance, and with a quality comparable to none. John says, When the master of the feast tasted the water, now become wine, And did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. The master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and when people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This gift, this blessing, this miracle that Jesus did, is enjoyed by the master. Now he's a very important character to keep in mind. He's, this is a very important point to look at. Especially when we consider unbelievers today. When you, when you consider the evil or, you know, those, those who aren't God's children. Being blessed. With wonderful lives. With wonderful things. With wonderful stuff. Jesus died for all. And because his death was for all, he pours out his gifts to even those who are not His. All humanity receives the gifts of God, but it's received differently. In the lesson, the Master received the benefit of Jesus' miracle, and He gives the host a pat on the back for what happened. He received this miracle, He received this benefit, but He didn't attribute it to Jesus. And so we can see this still going on today in our lives. When non-Christians are enjoying a great life, they're receiving the blessings of God, but they're not thanking Him for what He's given. They'll they'll say it was uh, due to something in the world. Well, I worked really hard for that, or you know, they'll, they'll attribute it to something in this world and not a gift from God. Now this is where where God's children get it different. They, they receive a special gift through these kind of things. God's children are given the gift of faith through miracles and, and kindness of Jesus. Both groups of people receive blessings from God, but only His are given faith through their gift. Faith is knowing that Jesus will take care of their need and then some. Now these miracles and gifts of Jesus, they do take care of physical needs and Jesus does care about our physical needs. But that's not it. These miracles serve a greater purpose as well. They point to a spiritual truth. Jesus is God. And He has the authority to forgive sins. This miracle proves this. If Jesus can change water into wine... By saying so. Well then, when that same voice that did that miracle says your sins are forgiven, you can know that the second miracle is done also. You can know that they are forgiven. When He says our sins are forgiven, they are. For God's children, these things grow them in faith. Here you can really see a gift being given, the gift of faith that is just as great as a miracle. Because this special gift of faith that Jesus gives leads us to eternal life. This, the first of his signs, Jesus did at Cana in Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. It's important to point out the disciples believed in Jesus before or they wouldn't have been following him. So they had some sense of belief uh, in what he's saying because they're, they're going with him, they're following him. This verse then tells us that the miracle had the great gift of increasing their faith. And this is what Jesus is doing. He's growing, he's instructing, and he's confirming faith the same thing is happening right now jesus is doing that s- same miracle right now unbelievers will say that the the world that these gifts are things are done by means of the world as as the master did but believers receive these things as a gift from god and are increased in their faith So Jesus pours out His goodness constantly. Jesus is Lord and Creator and has every right to demand as human rulers rulers or lords would. But that's not what He does though. He gives Himself. He doesn't spare His own well-being but gives His life to save. Then the wine pours out even more when He credits our account with his righteousness. He didn't just take the punishment. That we deserve. But he gives us credit. For his faithfulness. All those things. That the, the epistle lesson said. We're supposed to do. That that we can't do perfectly. As hard as we might try. Jesus did. And we get credit. For that whole list of things. That I read. We are credited. We are seen. As though we kept every one of those perfectly. I mean, it would be great enough if he stopped there, but nope, he keeps going. The wine runs out onto the floor then, when he takes care of everything, and promises to give only good to those who love him. Then the then the wine after it has overflowed and spilled out onto the floor, now it's gonna run down into the hallway. It's just it's just going crazy. He's giving More than we could ever imagine. When He gives us faith from the gifts that He Himself gives us. So this, this wine, these blessings that Jesus gives just, they can't be contained. It's, it's just being spread all over. Jesus has given to us all that could possibly be needed and more. You can, we can be confident and trust that because God didn't spare His own Son, but gave Him up to death to save us, that He will also continue to give us what we need. Because Jesus has saved us, we are given a great abundance of blessings from God. More than we can even know. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding... Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.